Hey everyone, my name is Brendan the Blind Guy and welcome to my fight against 2020. Although it's crazy times we're in these days with the live music scene being broken, don't panic, it won't stay this way forever and will never be forgotten. It will make it through it all thanks to bands like this. And I love what I get to give to you today. Or should I say who? I give to you Denny, the vocalist from US Rockers from Ashes to New. How are you, Denny? I'm good, man. That was an excellent intro. Thank you so much. I'm glad you liked the intro. Okay. So, on August 28, you're releasing your third studio album, Panic, which includes the title track, Panic, um, and it also includes What I Get and my personal favourite, Scars That I'm Hiding. So... What is the what would you say the inspiration is for this album and why the name Panic suits it? Uh, you know, it's it's really crazy how we came about uh, creating this album because a lot of the times you don't you don't end up picking uh, an album title until pretty later on in the process. But before we had any music, we actually had the idea of titling the album Panic. Oh. We had come up with it originally. Yeah, back in spring or summer of 2019, uh, before we had done any writing for it. And uh, and so we had this idea to call it Panic because it was such a cool word and we felt like it could cover a scope of different things. And we also felt like it, it was something that we really wanted to go for as far as like addressing what it feels like to have panic attacks or anxiety and like that, you know, go through all these struggles in life rather than just overcoming them and, and beating them and coming out on the other side and like being optimistic and all that stuff, just talking about what it feels like to deal with those things. So, so we really came up with the title first with the kind of concepts behind it. Mm. And then we started writing the music and panic itself was actually the last song that was written for the album. Oh, wow. Oh, I never would have guessed that. It was it was a very backwards process. Oh, but that, that's, but it worked out. Yeah, that oh definitely. It's really cool though because it it means the whole album has a an inspiration and a kind of a, a, a theme. The whole album is a complete package. It's not. Would I be right in saying it is a complete package and not just a collection of random songs? Yeah, absolutely. And and so, like, a lot of the times that would end up be being called a, a concept album. But we didn't necessarily look at it that way. We didn't look at it as, mm. oh, this is this album's called Panic and it's all going to be, like, it's going to be a strict story and all the songs are going to tie together. It was, it was just a loose concept. And yeah. so, yeah, they are all packaged together for sure. Ah, that's awesome. Okay, so... You've released two songs um, off it so far before the album gets released, uh, which is What I Get and title track Panic. So why are these two songs... like? Th what makes these two songs special and stand out to you guys to make them the first releases? 
So I would say that, that for us, I mean, there's a lot of back and forth between us and the label and we kind of, uh, collectively pick, you know, songs that we, we feel strongly about. And, and one of the songs that they really, really loved was what I get. And one of the songs that we really loved was, was panic. So we kind of put panic out first to test the waters and see how it would be received in it it just exploded. Mm. And so we followed up with what I get to kind of bring a different flavor of the album uh, to the listener so that they'd see that for one, we're going to have some heavy stuff on there. That's really going to grab the attention of, of the metal heads and, and the heavier rockers. And we're also going to have this, this uh, slightly more alternative sound on there. That's going to have a lot of really cool flavor and different dynamics. Um, yeah. And so those are two of the songs that really well represent the the different sounds on the album. Ah, perfect. Yeah, um, what I get, uh, that gets stuck in my head so easily. Like, it is floating through my mind as we speak right now. And so if I accidentally start singing the the hook melody people, <laughs> just ignore me, okay? It is, oh, it is so okay. infectious. Oh, so yeah, I'm I'm glad that you picked, uh, especially what I get to uh, represent, uh, to be one of the representations of the album. Because uh, yeah, yeah, yep. Okay, so you actually came into the band in 2017. So you were, you're not actually the original singer, but the best singer. I I personally believe so. What? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. No worries. What has the the si- since you coming into the band in 2017? What's the response been from fans? Uh, it's it's been mostly positive. You know, I mean, you're going to have your few outliers who, uh, you know, don't want the change or don't like the change or won't accept it. Yeah, and uh, we'll kind of hold on to uh, the former. Uh, sound of the band um but it has been mostly overwhelmingly positive and um and i think that you know we have grown even bigger than than before uh with the current lineup that we have yeah oh definitely so what would you say you bring to the band personally like what is your spark and your flavor that you think you bring to the band I think one of the big things uh, that was lacking outside of Matt Brandyberry himself uh, was passion. Yep. Um, you know, nothing against the the old lineup, but he wrote most of the material, and and all, most of it came from him, mm-hmm. and uh, the the other guys just kind of performed it. And you know, that's okay. That works for some bands, um, but clearly that that wore off, and they had their differences and certain people didn't want to do it anymore and, and didn't want to be a part of the group. And that's due to a lack of passion, whether it's not enjoying the music that's being made or not enjoying the lifestyle or not enjoying just the game in its entirety in itself. Yeah. And this is something I've always wanted my entire life. And I have fought and crawled and clawed and struggled to get to. So mm. being here now, like I have all the passion in the world to give everything I possibly can to this and that's the way everybody in the band is now. Yeah. Oh, that, that's fantastic. 
Oh, so it so it's a very joint collaboration at the moment with the writing process. Would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fantastic! Because I was wondering if it's because uh, Matt being the 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 only kind of. Um, the the only member that's kind of stuck with the band from the start. I was kind of wondering if he is like really rigid with the the band's sound, or if it's a um, a joint process. So, do you write uh, lyrics as well as the music, or you know how does it kind of bring us into the mixing pot of your writing? Yeah, so one of the one of the greatest things about Matt is that he is very uh, open to different ideas and different sounds, and he kind of allows the rest of us to have creative control and to try different ideas. And uh, I think one of his greatest strengths is he is great at recognizing what sounds good, and it doesn't have to come from him in order for it to uh, be in the music. So that allowed for all of us to be able to contribute our best ideas. And, and I think that that's helped to the band's uh, benefit that he is that way and that he doesn't have this kind of like uh, scared kind of like, I don't want anyone to take this from me mentality and, yeah. and I have to be the one who writes it or anything like that. Like he's very open and, and, and gives us a lot of freedom to all pitch in and make it a collaborative effort um, on the lyrical side of things same way you know we're all kind of pitching in and uh he's just kind of like um whenever it comes to all the ideas he usually is almost like the final editor which is kind of nice because then we can siphon everything through him and he can he can kind of give the okay like all right i like the way all this is sitting and and the way all this sounds and flows and goes together and then if for some reason someone else has an issue with one little line or one little part they can kind of speak up and say like hey i think we should try this a little bit differently and then we'll you know adjust from there uh so yeah everything is pretty much a collaborative effort oh wow that is a really good positive structure you've got going there oh wow so yeah no wonder you guys have had so much success with the with with how you're going at the moment so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's um Definitely, really hard for a for a band to, to all chip in and work the way you do, uh, the way you guys do. So, ah, and so I guess it's no surprise that listening to your music, it's got elements of you know rock, uh, hip hop, even uh, alternative, metalcore, hard rock, metal, and electronic. So it's got a bit of everything in it. So, what would yeah. you? Yeah, what would you say the kind of your musical influences and like what fuel fuels your musical style when it comes to writing? Uh, so this is you know this is actually kind of a, a a complex question to answer. I can I can give you both my own likes and interests in in flavors and styles and all that stuff, and I can also tell you you know, what the band's aim was on this particular album. So, mm-hmm. uh, for starters, I grew up on classic rock, sitting in the back seat, listening to my parents, listen to it all the time. Um, so, like, I can sing along with every single last rock song that comes on the radio that's classic rock. Nice. Um, so, I grew up on that stuff, and I think that's where my love for music came from. Yep. Um, but I was, growing up, I was into Green Day, and... Um, 
Fallout Boy and Blink One Eighty Two, and then I discovered Lincoln Park, and then and then after that it was you know bands like Breaking Benjamin and Avenged Sevenfold, Bullet for My Valentine, and uh, and and Three Days Grace, and 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 all those bands, and so Papa Roach as well. Yeah. Um, And then I I started to get into more of like the the hardcore and metalcore scene, and started to listen to bands like Memphis Mayfire and and We Came as Romans and and uh, all that that kind of like more like warp tour style music and yeah. uh, got got into that for a while and, and got into artists like Periphery and and then it took a weird left turn where I started to get into like alternative electronic and and ambient music where like yeah. I'm into the band Paris they're one of my favorite bands um, and mm. and at the same time I'm also a big radio guy I love Bruno Mars I think Ariana Grande is an excellent singer she's you know, incredible. Both of both Bruno Mars and Ariana Grande are excellent singers, yeah. and so like I can listen to some pop music, you know, where it where it has substance and where it is good, and uh, and enjoy that. As for the band and and our sound and what we wanted to do with this record, we had a very specific goal of going back to the roots of what made us fall in love with music, and that was that early two thousands new metal rap rock sound bands like you know lincoln park papa roach limp biscuit and even you know corn and disturbed and and all those all those early 2000s bands that that really defined a generation and were just huge bands yeah like that's what we grew up on and we wanted to make an album that could sound like it was from that era oh perfect and Oh, I'm I'm getting the the goosebumps and the tingles. Like as soon as you mentioned Lincoln Park, I oh mate, Lincoln Park are a symbol of my childhood. I've got a Lincoln Park tattoo on my left arm. They are all time favorite awesome. band. So I'm very glad you mentioned Lincoln Park. And I was actually thinking your vocals, like oh, I, it if if one could ever get anywhere close to filling the shoes Chester left, I reckon it would be you. Like, your your mix of clean and rough vocals is... Uh, it It's so fitting for Linkin Park. And it kind of really made me think, oh, I would love it if you did a cover of, like, uh, Burn It Down, Numb, or Faint. So... Is that something that you guys would be up to, you reckon? Well, yeah, I, I appreciate the compliment because that is that is absolutely a, a very high compliment. And uh, we actually did, so when, when uh, you know, the pandemic hit and everything went south and sideways, uh, we kind of wondered what we could do to entertain our fans and, you know, bring a little joy into their homes. And we decided that we would do like these quarantine covers where like we're all in our separate places and we all kind of uh, cover a song and then we put it out and faint was actually one of them. So Ooh. if you go on YouTube and you, and you look up uh, us covering faint, you can listen to that. So. Ooh, I'm very keen for that. And so if you're, it's your, it's your lucky day, man. You, you you're getting uh, you're getting your birthday wish. Oh, definitely. We already did it. Oh, fantastic! And just to put the cherry on top of the cake, hopefully, when you do eventually get to come to Australia, 
Can you please yeah. play that live? I guess. I guess we'll have to see. You know, it, it depends. We kind of only did it just, you know, I guess for shits and giggles and, and to, you know, do something fun for the fans. We kind of, we, we asked fans what they wanted to hear us, us cover, and that was one that popped up a lot, and so we did that. Um, we have done, you know, covers throughout uh, the past few years, like, you know, one in a set every now and then. So, you know, nothing's out of the question. But I can't promise anything. So, yeah, and, and I gotta, we gotta keep people guessing. So, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so you've mentioned that's how you've kind of stayed connected with your fans and kind of asked them, you know, what they'd want to hear with uh, some covers, which is really awesome, really creative way of staying in touch with fans. So, you know, while obviously you can't tour at the moment. So, what's some of the other ways that you kind of stay afloat and stay in the hearts of people and kind of keep the flame alive? Uh, well, we've been doing a lot of, like, live, uh, like, Instagram live, Facebook live stuff. Um, we've been putting out new merchandise, and obviously we've been slowly releasing new songs, and uh, that was one of the ways that we really stayed in touch with fans. We we, you know, we'll re respond to comments and stuff like that. And, and, um, and just pretty much engaging with people on social media, putting out those, those covers. I think we were doing like one per week for a while, um, until we started to really heavily focus on this, uh, album coming out in a yeah. couple of days. Uh, so we really just, we just try to keep our social media presence up and just try to do a bunch of stuff that, that, uh, you know, kept us connected with our fans, kept them engaged, and, and hopefully, you know, lifted their spirits a little bit so things didn't seem so damn weird and all this all this yeah. was going on. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that, that's fantastic. Okay, so when you do get to get back out onto stage, uh, onto stages, so kind of give us a bit of a teaser for for those of us thus uh, those of us pardon me including me that haven't witnessed a from ashes to new live show before kind of give us a bit of a teaser of what you guys bring to the gig atmosphere like bring us into a from ashes to new gig well, it is, I'll tell you this, it is super high energy and you are going to go home feeling like you just did a, a cardio workout because we got <laughs> people waving their arms and jumping up and down and, you know, getting low and then jumping. Like we always joke that, that, uh, our concerts are like going to a Pilates, an hour long Pilates class. So <laughs> it is very energetic and, and a whole lot of fun. And we get the crowd going, and we feed off of that. We have fun, and we make fun of each other on stage, and it's, it's just a good time. So you oh, get to have some cool. cool, deep emotional releases with, with songs that you're that you know you're you're very attached to, and then it's also a lot of uh, fun, so that you can just kind of forget about the shitty parts of life too. Oh, fantastic! Oh, hour long Pilates class. That is. That is awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I might start getting into Pilates. Oh, there you go. Anyway, I reckon it's time we get exclusive now, Danny. Just me and you. And all the listeners, of course. All right. 
So, what would you say an exclusive fun fact is about yourself? Oh, I mean, I could I could probably give a few if you want more than one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, so, so this is an interesting fact. When I was younger, um, I and I still do some stuff now nowadays too. And and our fans, some of our fans know this. Uh, I was actually really, really heavily into magic, not magic Ooh. the gathering, but actual performing magic. And um, I I had created my own uh, a trick of my own, and I had actually sold as a DVD online. Ooh. And uh, so I was like, I technically considered myself a semi-professional magician because I did make money off of that that trick that sold. Um, so I was in a in a, in my former life a a uh, semi-professional magician before I really took uh, music more seriously Ooh. and jumped from that ship to this one. So, so I, I used to do magic a ton. Oh, that's um, awesome. And that, that's a, that's a cool fact. That was, that was something that was really big in my life. Um, another fun fact I would have to say is th- this is a weird one. I do it every now and then to freak people out. But like, I do this thing where like I can make fart sounds with my throat. <laughs> That's and awesome. it, it's really weird and it's like the most quirky fact you could possibly ever hear but yeah <laughs> uh i don't know when i figured it out but i've been able to do it ever since i was a little kid and it's just <laughs> funny as hell sometimes because i get the weirdest look from people because it sounds like i just shit my pants <laughs> oh that is <laughs> epic oh come on give us <laughs> give us a bit of a teaser now like do come on do it now I don't even know if you could hear it through the phone. I'll give it a shot just for you. Yeah. Um, but you might not even be able to hear it. Hold on. I- I'm going to give it a try really quick. Yep. <laughs> you hear it or no? Oh, yeah. That- wow. Oh, that-, <laughs> that really did just sound like you shit your pants. <laughs> great. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's, that's great interview quality material oh hell yes that is epic oh my god so wow that that kind of that's that's a bit bit of a tall order to follow up with my favorite question and i mean i would love to talk (laughs) all day i really would but we'll leave it with one more which is my favorite question of all that's right people it's what the f time Well, I'm not a crook. And come on. Oh, <laughs> as I said, that, you know, shitting your pants sound uh, is a pretty tall order to uh, to meet. But you must have some pretty priceless moments on your music career. So what's one that really takes the cake as being hilarious, priceless, what the F? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I can for sure top that. Um, the early, early on in my music career, like the first time I ever went on tour with my old band, like the first time we ever played out of state, uh, we were playing with another band and this is another total like bathroom humor, uh, story. Um, but they, we played at this place that had this hot wing challenge and I'm talking, they had like a giant Mason jar full of like ghost chili peppers and capsation extract and like carolina reapers and all this crazy (laughs) stuff just marinating 
and yeah. they I, like for days, and then they'd pour it into a sauce, and they they'd mix the wings with it and all this stuff, and like. One of the guys from the other band decided to, to, to give it a shot. And it was something like eat five or eight wings or whatever. And like you'd win, I don't know, that you'd win something. I think it was like a t-shirt or something like that. Yeah. And so one guy tries to do it and I kind of came, came in at like kind of like the halfway point. He had already eaten a couple and this guy is just like sitting there just dying. <laughs> I was like, wow, that, that must be extreme. Like I am not trying that. Um, <laughs> But one of the other guys stepped in, and he ate one, you know, threw in the towel, done. And uh, one of my best friends, he was like, "You guys are, you guys are pansies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this." He rubbed it on his lips to like be kind of a smart ass, and then he took a bite, done. <laughs> and, like <laughs> it, it was, it was wild. And and the one guy who had come in and, and eaten one, uh, he wasn't the guy who was originally doing the wing challenge, but he he stepped in to eat one. He decided to go to the bathroom, and he <laughs> must not have wiped his hands off good enough because he used the bathroom, and next thing we know, he is just, like, screaming at the top of his lungs in, like, agonizing. <laughs> He's begging for someone to get go and get him milk, and so... <laughs> So we, we go over and get him milk and we have to walk into the bathroom and hand it to him. And I just, <laughs> the image is burned into my mind of a grown man, butt naked, pouring milk on his junk, crying his eyes out. <laughs> oh my God. It, I will never forget that moment. And I'll never forget what followed later that night. Cause we're, we were kind of driving in front of each other to, to the next place and they like pulled over. Uh, so we pulled over too and, and two of their guys just kind of like fell out of the vehicle and just started throwing up all over the side of the road. And like my best friend was like, I could literally feel it where it's going through my body. And his lips were like burnt red. And it was just, I'm so glad that I did not touch those things because <laughs> last thing anyone else needs is their junk on fire <laughs> and pouring milk on it or throwing up on the side of the road in burnt lips. Like it was just the wildest shit I have ever seen in my life. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that is, that is brutal. <laughs> Oh, it is. I mean, I've accidentally touched jalapeno peppers and gone to the bathroom, and that was horrible. I cannot even begin to fathom that times a hundred. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, yep. Note to self: Do not ever try that. People, do not try that at home. Please, do not. Now, oh. If you're going to do a hot wing challenge, make sure you scrub those hands because you will <laughs> regret it if you don't. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Well, that was that was just, oh, that was insane. Thank you so much. It has been an absolute treat talking to you today, Danny. Thank you so <laughs> much. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. No worries, and don't forget, people, to check out Kenai for Concerts on all of your favourite socials and sign up to our e-newsletter at KenaiForConcerts.com. And, of course, check out Denny on his socials with From Ashes to New and buy the new album Panic when it comes out on August 28th. Thank you so much, Denny. <laughs> <laughs>